Hello and welcome to 5 Minute Finance. 5 Minute Finance is a chance for you to get some free hints and tips about personal finance to not only improve your finances today, but also to improve them for the future. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of 5 Minute Finance. In this week's episode, we're going to be finishing off the mini-series that we've been doing on mortgages with part 3 of mortgages. And then this week, we're going to be discussing the process from start to finish and how you buy the property, how you save the property, and who else needs to get involved, including what people like solicitors and estate agents do and how they help you. So to start off, what is the actual process of buying a house from start to finish? There's a lot of terminology that we've spoken about. There's a lot of different tactics that we've spoken about. But first and foremost, you need to find the property that you want to buy. And that will happen by the use of an estate agent in most, most cases, or the use of a lot of online sites if you're in the UK, such as Rightmove or Zoopla, that are there to help you look at what's available on the market and help you find what it is you want to look at. You can then contact the estate agent, put in an offer on that on that property, get it accepted, which is obviously a difficult process with negotiations on price to make sure you're buying it at a price you're happy with and the seller's selling it at a price that they're happy with. Once that price has then been agreed, you go on to the mortgage stage, and that process can take anywhere from two to four weeks of having the initial application to getting the actual mortgage offer. As part of that, you'll have to provide evidence of your earnings. Uh, you'll also have to offer proof of address, proof of ID, and also on top of that, they'll look to see pay slips as evidence of that salary that you're, you said you're earning. Also, they'll need to see bank statements to check that your spending is what, it, what you say it is declaring things like if you have any children that might affect your affordability for the property. So there's lots of things that go into that process. Once you've had the mortgage offer accepted and you know that the whoever it is that's lending you the money will allow you to borrow the money, the next stage is to then employ a solicitor or, as is more commonly called, a conveyancer. A conveyancer is somebody who then helps you through the legal process, and I'll go on to that later. And then finally is contract exchange and moving in. So... That's when the conveyance or the solicitor has done everything that they need to do. And from start to finish, you can be looking up to sort of 20 weeks, if not longer, for all of this to take take shape. And to go back to the mortgage process again, seeing as we are a financial podcast, it's always worth getting independent advice to make sure that you're getting the best contract. Because, as I think I said a couple of weeks ago, the lowest interest rate doesn't necessarily mean the cheapest mortgage. Next, I'm going to talk about estate agents and what they do and what their part of the process is. For most people who are listening to this who are going to be first-time buyers, the estate agent doesn't play a huge role, as the main job of the estate agent is to help the person selling the house to sell it, and that is through valuing the property, marketing it on things like Zoopla and Rightmove, also their own social media pages, helping conduct viewings, which will be the people that you are, people who are viewing the property, and then also helping with negotiations. So it's important to know what the estate agent does, but if you're a first-time buyer, they're only a small part of the process, and I think it's worth concentrating on other aspects of it rather than concentrating on what the estate agent does until you come to sell and move to your next property. The final thing I want to talk about then is the conveyancing or the solicitors. Most people will be aware that you have to employ a solicitor as part of the home buying process, and the reason for this is they will take into account the checks and make sure the property you're purchasing is the property you think you're purchasing. So this will include things like local authority searches, land registry searches, water authority searches, environmental searches, checking things on local registers to make sure that you're buying exactly what you think you're buying. 
They also take part in sort of negotiating with these people and making sure that you get the correct information. And they are compulsory. A lot of people do ask ask the question of, uh, do you need a solicitor? And you definitely do. And more importantly, I think it's when it comes to the end and you're signing contracts that are quite often pages and pages long, it's worth getting a legal professional to look over these. Um, and they will do that. And they'll help draw them up and help you make sure everything's done at the correct time and the correct date. Because when it comes to the exchange process at the very end and agreeing a final sale, it's important to make sure everything gets signed at the right time. So solicitors and conveyances are the same thing, but they are invaluable when it comes to it. And I did say that this process does take the longest and there's a lot of time where you are sat around waiting for people to get back to you, but it's because they're doing the things that they need to do because it's in your best interest that you know exactly what you're buying. So to recap this episode, we've spoken about the process of buying a mortgage from start to finish and all the things you need to know, who an estate agent is and what it is they do and how they benefit both somebody buying a house and also selling a house. And finally, what a solicitor does, or more importantly, as they are known, a conveyancer when it comes to property transfers. Thanks for listening. And until next week, take care. (laughs) 